0: Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza, this is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Duterte and Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga renewed the strong strategic ties between the Philippines and Japan amid the ongoing coronavirus disease pandemic. In a statement, Malakanyang said Duterte and Suga had a productive 20-minute phone conversation at the initiative of the Japanese leader. According to Malacanang, President Duterte described Japan as an unrivaled partner for peace and development in Mindanao and thanked Japan's support for the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region, adding that joint socio-economic development initiatives will benefit peace-loving Mindanaoans. The President also thanked Prime Minister Suga's support for the Build, Build, Build program which President Duterte described as a lasting legacy to be remembered for years to come. For his part, Prime Minister Suga assured Duterte that Japan will continue this key area of partnership with the Philippines, recognizing the latter's assertion that projects such as the first Manila subway will significantly improve the quality of life and productivity of Filipinos. Suga was supposed to visit the Philippines this month but he decided to cancel it due to the resurgence of COVID-19 cases in Japan. He was elected as Japan's new Prime Minister in September last year following the resignation of his predecessor Abe Shinzo due to health reasons. Malacanang had expressed readiness to work with a 72-year-old politician to bring the Philippines' relations with Japan to greater heights. We cannot afford to have conflicts between neighbors. This was what President Duterte told Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga as they discussed maritime security and safety in the Asia-Pacific region. In a statement, the palace said President Duterte stressed the need for nations to cooperate on promoting maritime domain awareness, maritime security and safety, freedom of navigation and overflight, and maritime connectivity and commerce. Duterte likewise underlined the need to recognize and work for the peaceful settlement of disputes, stating that the Asia-Pacific region cannot afford conflicts between neighbors. According to Malacanang, Prime Minister Suga expressed appreciation for President Duterte's stand during the 75th session of the United Nations General Assembly on the 2016 Arbitral Ruling. While recognizing the importance of the Arbitral Ruling, Suga also expressed concern over developments in the East and South China Seas. Duterte's discussion with Suga about the disputed waters came following the ongoing tension in the West Philippine Sea due to recent Chinese vessel incursions in the area. Meanwhile, President Duterte stressed the importance of continuing cooperation in the Sulu and Celebes Seas to secure the area against piracy, terrorism, and other transnational crimes. Both leaders stated their intent to strengthen cooperation in these waters, according to Malacanang. Eligible vaccine recipients need not worry as the Department of Health assured them that they will still be informed of the brand of COVID-19 vaccine they will receive during their vaccination appointment. During a public press briefing on Wednesday, May 19, DOH Undersecretary Mirna Cabotay said that they will be suggesting the non-disclosure of vaccine brands that will be made available in vaccination sites to avoid large crowd due to vaccine preference. The DOH noted that not announcing what brand will be available in inoculation sites will not take away the right of individuals to be informed of the vaccine they are taking. The DOH reiterated that all COVID-19 vaccines issued with emergency use authorization by the Food and Drug Administration are safe and effective against COVID-19 the DOH encouraged eligible recipients to register with their local government units and get vaccinated when it is their turn. An official of the Department of Education on Monday maintained that the conduct of face-to-face classes this upcoming school year will not be possible without the approval coming from President Duterte. During the lagginganda public briefing on Thursday, May 20, DepEd Undersecretary Annalyn Sevilla said that Dep. Ed. is currently preparing for the opening of school year 2021-2022. She noted that the department will also present its plans for the opening of classes to President Duterte. However, Sevilla clarified that education will continue even amidst the ongoing pandemic. This, she explained, will be through blended delivery approaches that are being used in the current school year. Aside from the reported August 23 recommended school opening, Sevilla said that DepEd will be giving the president options on how to proceed with the opening of the upcoming school year. Sevilla also noted that in the Management Committee meeting led by Education Secretary Leonor Briones on May 19, the agency's key officials, including those at the regional level, have discussed possible scenarios for the opening of the school year 2021 to 2022. Aside from the August 23 school opening recommendation, she said that there are also other dates to be presented to the President and other Cabinet members. However, she did not specify what are these other dates, being eyed by DepEd for the start of classes for the upcoming school year. In Metro News, high demand for Pfizer vaccine in Caloocan and Navotas limits vaccination program. Manila LGU buys 500 additional vials of Tocilizumab for COVID-19 patients. And Pasig City chosen as Pilot City for new contact tracing system. More from this reports.
1: The administration of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine in Caloocan and Navotas cities have been limited due to lack of supply amid high demand for it. Caloocan Mayor Oka Malabitan announced Wednesday the local government will not temporarily accept text messages from those who want to get an appointment for the said brand. Malabitan said that they will give an advisory once another batch of Pfizer supply arrives in the city from the national government. Meanwhile, in Navotas, Mayor Toby Tiyanko said walk-ins for those availing of the said brand is not allowed due to limited supply. Tiyanko said the residents should free schedule online to avail the vaccine. 500 additional vials of Zumab, an experimental drug used to treat COVID-19, purchased by the city government of Manila have been delivered to the city on Tuesday. The vials will be offered for free to patients admitted to public and private hospitals in Manila and the city's six district hospitals, whether they are residents or not of the capital city. Mayor Francisco Escombrano de mogoso said he wants to help as many people as possible in the fight against COVID-19. Last April 16, Manila received 1,000 vials of Zumab, which was purchased by the city government from healthcare distributor Globo Asiatico. Tocelizumab so, is a drug approved by the Department of Health, mainly used to treat rheumatoid arthritis and is registered as an anti-inflammatory drug in the Philippines. Passing City has been chosen as the pilot city for the new contact tracing system created by the National Economic and Development Authority and Aboytis Foundation. Dubbed as Project Connect, Passing City Mayor Vico Soto and officials from Aboytis Foundation showed how the new system works and how it will make contact tracing efforts easier and more efficient. The mayor said that before, Passing's contact tracing efforts has been difficult and its 190 contact tracers are often overloaded. But through Project Connect, the city's contact tracing efforts will further improve and be much Faster due to the real-time data collection and fast dissemination of information to close contacts of a COVID-19 patient.
0: Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Baguio issues meal break guidelines in workplaces. Department of Agriculture and Central Visayas local government units heighten watch versus African swine fever entry. And NBI arrests pseudo-dentist in Agusan del Sur. Let's check out the details. The Baguio City government through its
2: Health Services Office or HSO has issued meal break guidelines as a measure to prevent the spread of COVID-19. In a social media post on Wednesday, May 19, the HSO said lunch breaks must be staggered when possible to limit the number of people in pantries. It is said that it is during mealtime that people put down their guards, removing their masks to eat, and using meal breaks to chat with friends and colleagues. Alternative areas for lunch breaks should be considered, where social distancing could be observed and masks can be taken off without the risk of getting close to other people. Workers are encouraged to bring their own personal utensils, including a drinking glass, to avoid sharing utensils. They are also encouraged to bring their own food and observe clean-as-you-go, disinfect-after-eating policy. The Department of Agriculture in Central Visayas on Wednesday said it continues to collectively sustain the conduct of monitoring and surveillance activities with other key agencies to prevent the entry of African swine fever or ASF virus in the region. The agency said the region remains a green zone, meaning it has no reported case of the hog disease based on the National ASF Zoning Map and Movement Plan. The intensified monitoring of swine farms and slaughterhouses, with the veterinarians of local government units as lead implementer, is aimed at early detection of ASF cases. The ASF-free status of Central Visayas is attributed to the proactive stance and vigilance of the LGUs that are committed to protecting their respective jurisdiction against the entry of the viral disease affecting pigs and wild boar. A pseudo-dentist has been arrested by the National Bureau of Investigation in San Francisco, Agusan del Sur. Authorities identify the suspect as Analiza M. Constancio, who was arrested last May 11 during an entrapment operation. The operation stemmed from the information provided by the Philippine Dental Association that the subject is engaged in the illegal practice of dentistry. When Constancio failed to present any documents and valid professional identification card as professional dentist, the NBI's Agusan del Sur District Office immediately placed her under arrest for the act of performing illegal practice of dentistry.
0: In world news, Biden tells Netanyahu he expects significant de-escalation today in Israel. India cyclone death toll jumps as Navy searches for dozens missing. And French cafes reopen while the European Union to allow vaccinated travelers. Details in these reports.
1: U.S. President Joe Biden told Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he expects a significant reduction Wednesday in the military confrontation with Palestinians, according to the White House. The President conveyed to the Prime Minister that he expected a significant de-escalation today on the path to a ceasefire, according to a statement released after what the White House said was the two leaders' fourth call since the crisis began. The statement marked a sharpening of public tone from the White House toward the close U.S. ally. However, there was no mention of how Biden be defined significant in his call to tune down the bombing of Gaza, which Israel says is directed the Hamas militant group. White House spokesman Karine jean pierre also would not say what response there would be if no change occurred on Wednesday. The number of fatalities from a major cyclone that slammed into India jumped to at least 91 on Wednesday as the Navy searched for 49 people still missing, adding to the country's woes that it suffered a record number of COVID-19 deaths. Cyclone Taute, which pummeled the western coast late Monday and left a trail of destruction, was the latest in what experts say in a growing number of ever bigger storms in the Arabian Sea because of the climate change warming its waters. The Defense Ministry said Wednesday that the Navy ships has rescued more than 600 people after waves up to. 8 meters high-hammered offshore oil installations. But 26 bodies were also recovered while planes and helicopters were still searching for 49 workers missing from one of the several support vessels that sleeped its morning in the storm and sank. The French returned their beloved cafe terraces on Wednesday, while the EU said its borders will be opened to vaccinated travelers as life crept back to normal in Europe after months of punishing restrictions. It was the latest step towards a return to normal in Europe that in recent days has seen Britain open pubs, gyms, and other indoor venues, Italy relaxes, curfew, and Portugal welcome returning tourists. France joined the party on Wednesday, allowing outdoor dining at cafes, bars, and restaurants, as well as visits to museums, cinemas, and theaters after six months of restrictions and ahead of full reopening of the economy on June 30.
0: In entertainment, during the live broadcast of the Coronation Night of the 69th Miss Universe Beauty Pageant last May 17, many have noticed the lack of energy of host and 2012 Miss Universe Oliva Culpo. Since then, Culpo has been trending online including various memes featuring the beauty queen that has sprung online. Particularly when Culpo was seen furrowing her brows after announcing that Miss Peru was the second runner-up. Many thought Culpo's facial expression looked like she disagreed with the results while others thought she was confused. Culpo defended herself from criticism saying, I don't think I have ever concentrated so hard on reading in my life than when announcing the winner of Miss Universe this weekend. She revealed that she was terrified of reading the wrong country and that she needs to work on her reading face. She also said sorry if the expression was misinterpreted in, misinterpreted in any way. Some Filipino stars even noticed her lack of stage presence during the show including Vice Ganda, MJ Laslimosa, and Kalad Karen. In sports, Alex Ayala reaffirmed their mastery over Spaniard qualifier Alba Carrillo Marin with a victory to jumpstart her title bid in the W25 Plata de Arro tournament in Spain on Wednesday, May 19. Ayala, who turned 16 on Sunday, needed a little over three hours in outplaying Marin to advance to the second round of the $25,000 event. The win arranged during a meeting with another Spaniard in Irene Borillo Escoruela, who pulled off an upset triumph over seven seed Simona Walter of Switzerland. This is the third time Iala faced Marin since starting professional last year, having won their previous two matchups at the W-15 Manacor in January and the W-15 Castellon last November. And those are the news on web today, May 20, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bolton newspaper tomorrow, or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph. Or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bolton. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.